The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Another Victory Monday here at the Star in Frisco inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios. And what a victory it was. Yes. (laughs) What a fourth quarter it was. You know, and that Stampede Fight song was played back in the 60s. And at one point in 1968, the Cowboys, over a five-game span, scored 185 points. At one point in the fourth quarter, the Cowboys matched that. And then they surpassed that mark with 199 points now over a five-game stretch, the most number of points over any five-game stretch in Dallas Cowboys history, thanks to a 33-point fourth quarter that is only matched in NFL history by the 2007 Detroit Lions a game quarterback by John Kitna, a fourth quarter. I'm talking fourth quarter points fourth quarter. against the Chicago Bears. They got 34. And the 1925 Chicago Cardinals, a game that Mickey attended against the Milwaukee Badgers. And they were probably at Staley <laughs> You're in Field. Chicago. You're in Chicago then, Staley weren't you? Staley Field, I think they were playing at. <laughs> and that is, matter of fact, I did add it up even more. Since Dax returned, it's 223 points in six games, 37 points a game. That's now, obviously, the offense didn't score all those points for all of them, but <laughs> um, you know they responded. So, yeah, what a what an avalanche of points in that fourth quarter. That's right, and of course, this a big day here at the Star in Frisco as we are on Odell Watch here, and I saw a red carpet. I went, no, I saw out on the practice field a white-haired gentleman that was going through drills. When you walked in uh-huh. just now? Yep. You don't notice Everson Walls in the studio here, no. right? You think the Cowboys have a need they for need a, a cornerback, cornerback right now? Right? I'm thinking maybe that is why Everson isn't here in the studio. He might have been out on that practice field. He might have been that guy that I saw out there working well, let me out go on the look. practice field. Cowboys need a cornerback. Yeah. Um, Can Odell play corner? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I don't think we talked about it leading up to the trade deadline when Jordan Lewis went down. That's right. That they need to look at cornerback more so, or even as much so as wide receiver. But now I don't think you'll find one out on no, Cowboys' right. way, right? That's right. So, uh, so you have what you have, mm-hmm. uh, Calvin Joseph. You know, this is your life. You're about to find out if you're an NFL player. Um, and then they, you know, they also have, um, I forgot his first name, Sheffield on the practice squad. He's got some experience. 
but they might need him anyway just to have another corner uh, to be active unless they and Nishan trust Wright Nishan would be, yeah. Wright. Uh, so we'll see where that one goes. Yeah, if there, if there was any— it's Kendall Sheffield. Kendall. If there was any downside to a 54-19 victory, that was it. And Anthony Brown. I just feel bad for him. Um, you know, this was his—I mean, this was the last year of his contract. He's a, he's a free agent next year. That's right. Uh, and, uh, boy. Turns 29 next week, December 15th. Gosh, and he's had injuries through his career. And finally last year and this year, he, other than the concussion, he was healthy. Um, and then this happens. And speaking from experience, he's in for a long haul. Uh, with a torn Achilles, and it is a torn Achilles. It has been confirmed? Sure. I confirmed it. You confirmed it? I confirmed it. Okay. Uh, you looked at the video and confirmed it. Actually, I did. Dr. Chow. I, I, just, I just saw it on the video, as a matter of fact. It was on it during that uh, eight-minute uh, touchdown drive for yep. uh, the Colts. It was the second and 15 play, about six minutes to go, I think, in the third quarter. Um, the play ended up, um, God, he wasn't even involved in it. That was the worst thing. The way um, it usually happens. Right. Um, second and 15, where is it at? Right here. Jonathan Taylor, 19-yard completion. Yeah, and he was, he was it, it, they completed the pass not in, I mean, kind of in his area, but he was covering somebody, and it looked like he was coming down uh, or upfield to try to chase him. And somebody kind of pushed him from behind or tried to block him, and all of a sudden he pulled up and he started limping. And it's like, oh, it wasn't even contact. It's almost like if you had seen it, you knew, you know, what happened. And six plays later, they uh, scored. Uh, yes. Alec Pierce covered by Kelvin Joseph. They pulled within 21-19. Then Deron Bland made a great play on the two-point conversion. Right. To keep the lead at 21-19. And then the onslaught started. So do you – what's more valuable to you? Deron Bland in the slot or Deron Bland on the corner? Because usually the slot's harder to play somewhat. Well, I, I think it's you got to uh, you have what you have. You have Kelvin Joseph and Deron Bland, right? And Diggs. That's right. it, right? And, and, and so it's it's whatever the combination is it, between Joseph and Bland. What's the better fit for both of them? And I haven't seen them use Joseph in the slot. So I'm thinking he's outside practices. corner, and Bland, yeah. who has been playing the slot, it continues playing the slot, especially after his two interceptions, right? Exactly. And the broken up two-point play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's been pretty good in there. So, uh, yeah, if I mean, welcome to the NFL just when you think you can celebrate, you know, and then you have one of those that you got to overcome with your, with your roster. And as Mike McCarthy continued to say, that's why you keep young guys engaged because some point in December you're going to need them. And, uh, and, and the thing is, you look at the entire roster – 
And they have been fortified at every position, basically, except with with the exception of that one. Yeah. That and we talked about it a month ago after Lewis went down. That is the one position that it looked like. Well, a wide receiver would have been one too, right? If you lost either Gallup or Lamb, okay. But that is the one of a couple of positions where, okay, you lose that guy or you lose one of those starters, and now you're really depleted at that position because now you can't lose another one i mean think about it you've you've now lost two of your top three corners Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's uh uh that's gonna be but that's why you drafted kelvin joseph in the second round last year now you find out Mm -hmm. that's right um you know and if he if he can't do it he can't do it uh, otherwise, you have to play your defense differently. You've got to compensate. If Kelvin Joseph was what you expect out of a second-round draft pick, right. then his second year he should be contributing, and so now he has his chance to contribute. I just worry about his awareness. Mm-hmm. Like right the, off the, the bat, punt, yep. the punt, it's like, what are you looking at? Right. You know, at some point, you got to look up. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're about to find out. Uh, but other than that, um, how about them Cowboys? It was, uh, as I described in my column that should be going up soon, it was kind of a laugher. And you don't get many laughers in the NFL. Part of the reason that it was a laugher was the approach that the Colts were taking. Go figure. All right. Do, do you want to just you go ahead? Do you want to get into the superlatives first, or do you want to get into? We can do this later in the show, or we can continue. Let's talk superlatives okay. off the top here. All right. All right. What what position group stood out amongst all of them in last night's game? If you had to look at one position group, wide receivers. Probably not what you were thinking. Just looking through the stat sheet and watching the game, the defensive line right. played a great game. You're right. As a matter night. of fact, I wrote it down at some point in the game that the top – it might have been at halftime. The um, – let me see. And, and it's blitz packages for Quinn. I mean, the, the, the Colts had no clue – as far as their protection in the uh, on offense, they're they're playing. You know, the, the Cowboys had guys lining up to blitz like Donovan Wilson, coming free or someone off the edge, whatever. I mean, uh, they had no chance once the Cowboys started using their blitz. And a lot of those blitzes were coming from inside, right? Exactly. Like Donovan Wilson, right? He was lined up. He's at lined up right tackle. over. Yeah, lined up right over the, in the A gap, right? And nobody picks him up. So here was my note at halftime. I put DL, defensive lineman, totaled at halftime 12 tackles. 12 tackles at halftime. And let me let me run through them. Okay. DeMarcus Lawrence in 49 snaps had three tackles, two uh, quarterback hurries. Oso Digazua, 33 snaps, had five tackles, a sack, two quarterback hurries, and a forced fumble. Dorrance Armstrong, two tackles. Neville Gallimore, three tackles. Chauncey Golston, a tackle. Um, Did you Sam have- Williams had two tackles, a tackle for loss, a fumble recovery. For a touchdown. <laughs> Carlos Watkins had two tackles. And Jonathan Hankins had five tackles, including a tackle for loss. Yeah, yeah. 
And he 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 that and that doesn't even take into account Parsons, who had two tackles, a quarterback hurry, and a pass defense. And that probably was Hankins' best game. And then Barr, who's lining up at times uh, and got a sack and a tackle for loss, a quarterback hurry. And they used him kind of sparingly in special situations. Twenty-four snaps. Demone Clark is Mm -hmm. the dude. Well, and, but it frees, and that frees up Barr to use him in specialty situations, right? You know, as a as a Sam linebacker, basically, actually, which is they, what he needs to be. When they playing. brought him in, it was like, and he has pass rush capability. Exactly, he's right. he's got he, he's like a Swiss Army knife at uh, at linebacker, where but, he can rush the passer or he can drop. But see, when 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 they brought him in, one of the things they said is we can use him as a pass rusher, mm-hmm. and. Um, Gosh, that poor Colts offensive line. You know what? I I I kind of on Friday I was talking about the Cowboys' ability to get sacks, uh, and would they end up with three more? Three more. They got forty-eight on the season, and uh, I mean, you look through the annals of NFL history, and they're right up there amongst the top teams in the history of the league with forty-eight sacks through twelve games and seven quarterback hits, pressures, however you want to uh, count them. Um, I, I changed how I wrote it because I had initially wrote that poor Matt Ryan's going to be running for his life. And I said, okay, not his life. Let's, <laughs> let's, let, let, let's kind of simmer down just a little. But in actuality, that's what took place. Goodness gracious. They, they couldn't. I think it's the same story, about 12th verse for, the, for Matt Ryan. Right. Well, 10th for him because he didn't play a couple of games. Right. Gosh. I mean, so he ended up. 21 of 37 for 233 yards, three sacks, two touchdowns, three interceptions, a quarterback rating of 59.9. And I guess the question that uh, Saturday got on Sunday night was, why didn't you change quarterback? (laughs) And he was like, I think he thought, I didn't want to get the other two guys hurt. Right. And even going forward, he was asked, uh, "What yeah. about going forward?" And he said, "It's too fresh." Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll look at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and and he, you know, and they 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 should have he should have had the intentional grounding too when they said he was right. outside the box. They was not outside the box. I don't know what those guys were looking at. And the worst thing for them was. On TV, when they showed the replay again, they had a red dotted line from the tackle coming out. He was two yards inside the <laughs> dotted line. All right. It's time for a break. Okay. So when we come back, yes. I'm going to tell you where when the Colts lost this game. All right. Okay? You think about when I, did the Colts I, lose I, the game? I got a kind of an idea. All right. Go that's go when we come back on Mixed Shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. 
Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back, back to mixed Shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys and even prouder on Monday morning from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, and that would be kpostcompany.com. Okay, uh, when did the Colts lose that game last night? A 54-19 Cowboys win that was actually a 21-19 game. When they scored, the Colts scored with 3.43 to play in the third quarter. Cowboys at the 13.52 mark of the fourth quarter got the Michael Gallup touchdown to make it 28-19. But I'll take you back further than that. The end of the first half of that game, the Cowboys score the the uh, the Colts score to cut the Cowboys lead to 14-13. Cowboys get the ball and a th- after a three and out, Colts have the football back. They've got time enough on the clock. Do you have the the time where they took a one nineteen left in the first half at the twenty seven at their own twenty seven yard line. Okay, they start their possession. They go incomplete, incomplete, pass to Paris Campbell for 10 yards and a first down, incomplete. It's still 103 to play, and they have run off one, two, three, four plays, and 103 left on a second and 10 from the 40 yard line is the Malik Hooker interception. And the Cowboys then turn that into a touchdown. Number 13 on a 13 yard pass with 13 seconds left in the half to make it 21 13, Dallas. Yep. That possession by the Colts that started with 119 to play in the first half, down by one point. And then you're coughing up the football with 55 seconds left on an interception, and you have thrown five straight passes on that possession. What are you thinking? 
And they left the Cowboys 55 seconds. And left them with timeouts, too. Yeah. And, and the Cowboys basically were, they were number one conceding the run. Because when they went out there, it was first and 10 at the 27. I wrote down, here, here was the defensive front. Fowler, Lawrence, Armstrong, Parsons. They were playing for a pass. They were gonna. They didn't. They were like conceding the run, basically. Uh, Jeff Saturday, the young offensive coordinator, is thirty-one years old. You have to understand who you are, and you have to be happy that you are in a fourteen-thirteen game right now with the Cowboys approaching halftime. You have to run the football there and get it down under, or at the very least, make the Cowboys use their timeouts. And a, a a good play, even in that situation, for a team like the Colts. I'm not saying the Cowboys necessarily would take right. the same approach, but for a team like the Colts, who's trying to, they are trying to be in this game in the fourth quarter. You have to. You've got an opportunity because the Cowboys gave you the football back there with a minute 19 left that you can take care of the rest of the first half and not be down by any more than one point at 14-13. And it's, and they could have played even if they just played for a field goal. Mm-hmm. They were getting the kickoff and they're getting the kickoff the to start the second. They half. got yeah. greedy. They were trying to do it. They think that there. they're an NFL team. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it 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 bit them. Because they didn't score there, set the Cowboys up for the score, and then when they got the possession to start the third quarter, they went three and out. Yeah, but and then the Cowboys went three and out, and then they go on their ninety-yard, fifteen-play drive, and they wound up cutting the lead to twenty-one to nineteen. Right. But had they managed the end of the first half, then they could have been in a position. And I understand the game plays out differently, if right? A different score, but. They could have been in a position where they could have been ahead in the third quarter there. And and then you even take it to the fourth quarter. Why are you chunking the ball all over the place when you're down even when you fall behind 34 to 19, okay? Just keep with your game plan. Okay? Yeah. You know, that's your best chance of uh because you have a 12 game history here of turning the ball over. You're leading the league in in turnovers. Oh, here's here was my pick. So the the one that they they took back, it was twenty one nineteen. The Cowboys were second and six at the uh, at their thirty five yard line. CD falls down. It looks like uh, they 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 picked it. Uh, they ruled it an incomplete pass. But after the apparent pick, uh, number forty four, there was strong safety. Gets the 15-yard penalty for hitting CD late. But it wasn't late if it looked like an interception, right? right. So that was a weird deal, and that ended up put, giving the Cowboys the ball first and 10 uh, at the 20, and then they go on to finish. That was at the end of the third quarter. And then Dak uh, to CD um, down to the three-yard line. All right. I mean, even in the fourth quarter, they get the ball. It's 28-19, right? Yeah. But but even when they're down after the fumble return by Hooker, they're down 34-19, to 19, and now you're just passing the ball all over the lot, and, and then Bland gets an interception. And, and you're only taking a minute and a half off the clock when you because you, you're throwing it on every down. Mm-hmm. And your bread and butter is running the football. It's a two-score game with 13 and a half minutes left. It's still, even at that point, a punt's not a bad play. For a team like the Colts, that's how you. That's how a team scores thirty-three points in the fourth quarter of a game. 
Although, it's, although the first play, I mean, they threw the ball, but it was a screen pass, and the kid fumbled it. Mm-hmm. So right, and, and, and that's it's not one, to say that you're right. not you're not going to turn it over anyway. And that's but. when that's when Hooker picked up the ball and right. ran for it. But anyway, all right. So your your Hooker pick looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We talked. By the way, Clay. what were your? Uh, you remember what Emerson was? I don't even remember. What we don't ever was. remember our picks to click when they it, don't when click. they don't click. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think mine was Armstrong. I figured he'd get a couple sacks. Yeah. He, he, he didn't. Um, but uh, he played well. But he played well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I only picked Hooker because he's a former Colt. Yeah, like he's going to do it to his <laughs> old team. Um, but look, here here's the deal uh, on this game for the Cowboys, and I thought it was similar similar to uh, what happened uh, on Thanksgiving against the Giants. They give points away by their own mistakes, but they're good enough to come back and erase the mistakes. Because if you look at the first half, they gifted the Colts 13 points, right? Because the the opening field goal when Kelvin Joseph uh, got called for the fair catch interference, mm-hmm. 15 yards from a nice return, or 15 yards, they ended up kicking a 57-yard field goal. Yeah, they had it was a uh, a 19-yard six-play drive for a right, field goal for for a field goal, mm-hmm. right? So you you handed them a field goal, and then on the touchdown, it was basically a one-play 45-yard completion, right? To Alec Pierce, uh, Pierce, and somehow Anthony Brown. I'm not sure how he didn't get the ball, and then Hooker was late getting over. Uh, and it was basically a one-play drive, and they scored the touchdown. And then the – I'm trying to remember. The next field goal they kicked, um, the Cowboys handed them that too. That was the interception by Gilmore. Yeah, right. When when Gallup fe- – was it – Gallup, Gallup, there was contact. The, yeah. There, there was contact, right. uh, Gilmore and, but he, and Gallup. But he, but he had to cross his face. Right. And, and he got – the contact knocked him down. They get the pick. And then there's another. So 13 points in that first half. The Cowboys handed them, but they overcame it eventually, right? When you have a really good team, you same overcome thing, that. Same stuff. thing like the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know, the the two they overcame two interceptions. Um, kind of lackluster play in the in the first half. Thirteen penalties they overcame, and they were good enough to win the game. <laughs> and it should have been by more than eight. They gave up that garbage touchdown at the end. But that shows you because a lot of times if you're not good enough, you don't overcome those things. And, and then you're, you lose and you're sitting there going, well, here's why we lost this, this, and this. But when you win and do it the way they did, it's like, okay, I forgot about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Covers up a lot of warts. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, again, good on the four takeaways in, in the fourth quarter, but then the offense did what they were supposed to do. And they did something with them, right? Uh, they scored and scored and scored. Uh, so that tells you if they ever get this thing straight, like they did against Minnesota, there were no gifts, and they won forty to three against a team that's now uh, what ten and two? Mm-hmm. Ten and two, and you beat them forty to three. All right. Um... 
What else is on your legal pad there? Um, we need to get to Odell at some point. Yes, we'll do that uh, in the after last the segment? break. Okay. Everybody wanted to make a big deal out of Dak, uh, Zeke not starting. Okay. Um, and there's various theories out there why he didn't. Um, <laughs> his was, yeah, they just wanted to try something different. It was fine with me. We were going to go with the speed, and then we are going to come in. And when they were worn down, I was going to pummel them, right? What did, uh, how did Jerry phrase it? It was the nature of the offense was like a phone going off in yeah. a meeting or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, right. It was a <laughs> cell phone offense, right? So they slapped them. With uh, not starting, you don't get the start, and he, he wound up with more snaps than Pollard had in yes, the game. Yes, absolutely, yeah. seventeen to twelve, right? <laughs> and they both ended up for like the snaps. I mean, it was thirty-eight, twenty-eight. No, no, I meant the the snaps, their own snaps, seventeen rushes. Oh, so yeah, yeah, seventeen rushes, rushes, not snaps. Yeah, not offensive. I meant snaps. runs. Yeah. Right, it was seventeen to twelve. So uh, I I reminded everybody of the story from um, I think it was ninety-two. The Cowboys were on the way to Detroit, and Michael Irvin was late for the charter. And when, uh, I guess, the flight attendant came to Jimmy and said, uh, we got everybody but Michael. And he asked the flight attendant, what time is it? And she said, 2 o'clock. What time were you supposed to leave? 2 o'clock. All right, let's go. And they left Michael behind. He had to get a commercial flight to get to Detroit. And when he got there, he had to have his meeting with Jimmy. And Jimmy punished him. <laughs> you will not start or play the first possession of the game. And when Norv Turner heard that, he goes, so if we kick off, is that the first possession? <laughs> <laughs> the Lions have the ball first. That's right. the first possession. <laughs> No, we're punishing Michael. <laughs> but it was probably something like that. Now, it was a home game, obviously not missing a flight, but yeah. it might have been showing up late on Saturday. Yeah. It might have been whatever. Whatever. But you got to do something to show, yes, we have rules. But on right this away, all the press box, the noise was, okay, they've made the change. Yeah, what had happened? Yeah. Hollers the guy. I don't even think it was questioned on the TV broadcast. I don't they think didn't so not even. It didn't even dawn on them. It was yeah. unusual that Pollard is starting this game. Yeah. And they barely, I think they finally did, but they barely pointed out that, um, was it the second or third possession, they they uh, uh, brought Peters in to left tackle right. and moved yeah, Tyler it was, Smith it was, to left guard. Right. And then they did it one more possession in the second half, although left Connor McGovern in at left guard. All right, let's talk Odell Beckham Jr. Maybe Odell will join us in the last segment here of I leave the, Shots the door in, open? in just a moment. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. 
And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back to Mick Shots. So this one is right up Bill Jones Alley. Snag your Christmas gifts while enjoying festive sips during the Christmas sip and stroll in the Star <laughs> District. Enjoy holiday tastings, Christmas music, photo moments, exclusive shopping offers, complimentary gift customation. And Carol's hot cocoa and much more during our sip and stroll featuring 15 plus participating shops and restaurants. <sighs> that was one sentence. Visit thestardistrict.com to get your tickets. All right, I need to look at that. What do you got to look I at? I just need to. You said it's up my alley. It sounds like it's up my daughter's alley. All right. Festive sips, Christmas sip and stroll at the Star District. Okay, and this is like all the time. Sounds like now. Yep, any time. Although uh, they 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 killed me because I was figuring sips meant good cold. You know, when it's cold out, you get uh-huh. some sips to warm up. Yep, and then they mentioned hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Okay. So I, I was thinking it might be wine. Yeah, me too. That's what I was figuring. That's, That's what, what you I was were thinking. sipping. And, and the reason it, it, I said it was— Up the, your daughter's alley? Up my daughter's alley. Because yesterday, Sunday afternoon, okay, I'm dead tired. Did Cowboys game day pregame show in the morning and had worked late Saturday night and knew I was going to be working late with the Cowboys game and, you know— so my wife and daughters and their husbands, they all went to downtown Grapevine for picking up their wine. and they've Sipping, got, yes. Yeah, and so and with their 
kid, grandkids and everything, I had settled in to watch football on the couch. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I settled in for a long winter's nap. Uh, yeah, I had, well, I did. I settled in for a long winter's nap watching the early game. And my wife texts me and says, you know, you could come down here and join us. I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm we got the Chiefs and the Bengals starting at 325. I'm good. But your grandsons are here. Yeah. I'm, uh, no, I'm good. I'm still bring, good. Bring them here. <laughs> if they want to see their granddaddy, they, he, they can come see me here. So, anyway. All right. Odell Beckham Jr. Is he in the house yet, Mickey? He should be. Okay. Stephen Jones on the fan just did an interview there 13 minutes ago. Says Odell's got a busy schedule today. Jerry and I look forward to our visit with him. Confidence meter? It's like doing contracts. Nothing is ever done until it's done. We look forward to the next 24 to 36 hours. That's a tweet from John Machota. And that's probably very accurate. Uh, Mike McCarthy said that he uh, should have uh, an opportunity to meet with Odell today. Uh, It's supposed to be a two-day visit, and I would imagine uh, a good portion of the day uh, will be taken up with a extensive physical, although I'm told that, like, when it comes to MRIs and things like that, if the first team does an MRI on it, on them, they share it. So they don't have to, that's your MRI, Got my MRI is going to yeah. be different, and, and, you know, you save time. Uh, so that was so if he's already place. gone through that process with the Giants or the they, Bills, they might have shared it with the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, and, you know, it's almost like the combine, right, where you share medical information. Mm-hmm. So what did you just see that's funny? <laughs> oh, no, I can't repeat what oh, I just saw you, or what you just thought. <laughs> no, no, I just saw a tweet that I don't need to oh, share. OK, <laughs> uh, you know, I think. In, in an ideal world, the Cowboys would love to work him out, but I bet he is not going to agree to that. That would be surprising, let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Um, but he will relent enough to check out the knee, who had the yes, doctors check yeah. out that. It was funny because Jerry was talking about it uh, last night, and he said, if somebody said, you know, they're going to, the doctor's going to take a look at that knee and they're going to prod and stuff. Well, George Teague was on our. Uh, pregame show yesterday, and, and he went into great detail. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna stretch that knee every which way. Those doctors, let me tell you, he's gonna that's gonna be a gruesome work. And I was like, hey, Jerry watched our show this morning. Yeah, that's right. So, um, and then you know, it's it's basically showing him around, and you know, this is like college recruiting. Um, but again, uh, you know, what the determination has to become. Is is he? Are you doing this for this year? Like, is he capable of playing this year, or is this for next year? And if it's for next year, then how much is he going to want in guaranteed is money? It, okay, let's just look at it this way. Even if they reach an agreement today, mm-hmm. when is the earliest that Odell Beckham Jr. would play in a game for the Cowboys? Best case scenario, Eagles. So Maybe. you got Houston this week, at Jacksonville next week, and then Christmas Eve the Eagles game. That would give you that would be the earliest. Three, I mean, even even just and take even it, at three weeks. But but let's just look at when an injured player coming off an ACL, especially Michael Gallup. Okay, 
in the time frame, now he's farther along in his rehab time-wise than what Gallup was leading into training camp. But any player, even if they're not coming off an injury, Anthony Barr, all right, there's a lead-up time, okay? Right. Where, okay, he's here. Now you give a, a ramp up for a week, two weeks, whatever, and then it's another week on top of that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not until I mean, and then you got a short week from Philadelphia to Tennessee, right? It's where it might be Washington before, it, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, you, and you might be looking at just the playoffs mm-hmm. now. When he plays, how many snaps is he going to get right off the bat? Ten, twelve, and, and that's why when we we look at okay, what are they going to do roster wise? Who are they going to let go at wide receiver, or whatever? And you got James Washington who's ready to come back too. Well, we are. It's not happening. Even if he signs today, he's not playing this week. He's not playing next week. And I agree with you, probably the earliest would be Philadelphia. And that's kind of way earliest. Yes, that's right. Because, um, I mean, think about – I know the the size is different. Jason Peters, how long it took him to get in there and get Mm -hmm. a a, a possession, right? Uh, A series. Yeah. but it's not dissimilar in, in that he's coming off in a, a major surgery. Right. And see, and here's the other thing. They're not desperate. If you look at the way C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup are playing right now, um, you've got – he's at best the third guy. At best, right? Um, and then you've got to work him in. Um, so, uh, But, but kind of like with cornerback. If he tests out fine, okay – it gives you a, a guy that, if even if it's after the first of the year before right. he's ready to play, right. you've got some insurance there if you lost one of your top receivers. Right. But again, how much do you want to pay for that? Or how much does he want to provide you mm-hmm. with that? And that's what it's going to come down to because obviously, I, I don't, you know, the Giants and the Bills, the, I, I bet they're making offers. Or already have we haven't heard, uh, but you would think that after that they it's like okay we'll go take your rest of your you know trips and then uh, we'll we'll barter with you. Or, but you. So there's a lot to consider here other than them just saying yeah we want you. And by the way, when you look at ahead to next year. Noah Brown is in a contract year. He's a free agent coming into next year. James Washington's on a one-year deal also. Right. And so when you look at their inventory of wide receivers on next year's roster, you got C.D. Lamb, you got Michael Gallup, you got Jalen Tolbert. You got a, you, there is a spot where you can add a veteran wide receiver. So I wonder if there. you can um, sign a guy on Tuesday and put him on IR on Wednesday. And that would get give you four weeks, mm-hmm. right? I, I I guess you could do that. Yeah. How does it work? As far yeah yeah because you're looking at it's the same principle as you put a guy on pup to start right uh, training camp. Yeah. So four it's four weeks on IR. So you sign him. He's not going on the fifty three man roster. I would not think so. No, he's going on IR to start. I mean, you could put him on, or you practice squad or does that qualify whichever you know uh all right but you legitimately have to have an injury do you not for, he has an injury well he has one he's coming off his he's ACL not ready surgery. you could say he's not ready to play that's right, right. yeah he doesn't I, I bet you can prove that 
doesn't pass a physical. I don't think you get pup in the middle of the season. I'm just saying that's, that sounds like pup rather than IR. Honestly. Yeah, but you but you got to do that before the season. Yeah, starts. there's you don't have that uh, available. All right, what is as we wrap up this show? What is the most significant thing that happened on Sunday? Most significant, other than winning, uh, outside of the Cowboys. Oh, outside of the Cowboys, that the Giants in Washington tied. No. No. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo broke his foot. Jimmy G. Because they're 8-4 and now. And they've got Brock Purdy at quarterback. Yeah. And did you see Baker, got Baker Mayfield got released? Yeah. But he you asked think for they're going to pick him up. Well, he asked for his release from Carolina, and they did. so he and is they, available, and uh, he's available. They picked up Josh Johnson, who's on his third tour of duty with the 49ers and about his fifteenth NFL team. He was on the Denver practice. Which squad. I didn't realize you could do that. What's that, Josh Johnson? Well, they picked him up the same day. They picked up Josh Johnson I think, off I, I, the Denver practice squad. I, th- that I think. Night. I think the reports came out last night. I think what happened is they immediately called him and said, "We're signing you." But I and, think, and it, and it got got reported that. Geez, I was like, but man, I, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, day of, right. of you get. You know, me. Jason Garrett told the story when he was um, at Tampa Bay last year of his playing career. He actually had been released by Tampa Bay. And I may I'll get this messed up a little bit, but he was calling. He was like on the, he was on the network broadcast team for Fox, calling right. a Tampa Bay game that Chris Sims got injured in, and uh, and then he got a call during the game saying, "Hey, we're going to resign you," <laughs> as he's broadcasted the game. <laughs> Something so, like that, happened. right? Yeah. So, but but now at this stage of the season. Mahomes has to go through waivers. Mahomes. I mean, uh, <laughs> Mahomes. Boy, Texans will be yes. the Texans will be all over that. Okay, Mayfield. Mayfield got my wrong M. Right. <laughs> He's got to go through waivers. He does. So somebody could claim him. Uh, yeah, they could. They don't automatically get to sign him. And who's going to claim him? Well, I think they're claiming the contract too. But it's only for this year. I think it, I, it's just five games left. It's those. one point three million for the okay. rest of the season, yeah, and okay. it's guaranteed too. Right. By the way, so if you're like Seattle, do you just claim him to keep the, him from going division? to San Francisco? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's a good if idea. you can afford it. Yeah, one point three million it your cap. Yeah, and you just put him on the fifty. And by the way, Seattle needs insurance in case. Geno Smith got hurt, right. I'm sure. So. so it's not a free thing that he just gets to San Francisco. Right. But you're but you're right. But my my thought was I was sitting there watching the Giants in Washington and I'm going, okay, which one would you rather have win? And then it occurred to me, I said, How about if they just tie? <laughs> and you pick up a half a game on each one of them. Yeah. That's right? right. But but of, in the big picture yes. of the playoffs. I mean, the, what San Francisco's got going on. And by the way, they won that game over a hot Miami team with Brock Purdy playing the vast majority of that game at quarterback. I forgot he was the last pick in the draft. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, and so, but in the in the grand scheme of things, and I'm looking, you could look down this hallway or upstairs here, and you know Jer- what's going through Jerry's mind is – you know, San Francisco is not the same San Francisco they were at this time yesterday. You know, well, that's 
That's true. And so there's even more motivation to stock up because you can make a run here. I mean, legitimately, and we're out of time, but legitimately, if you look at the NFC, who are your Super Bowl contenders? San Francisco was and may still be. Because everybody but, was picking but you them have as to the think, team, right? You have to think you have to put them because of their quarterback situation behind three other teams, right? The and Eagles, that would be Philadelphia, Minnesota, and Dallas. And Dallas. And then, and then in the AFC, you got Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo, right? Right, in that order. Uh, or Cincinnati just beat Kansas City. They did. They beat them three times in a row now. Yes, they have. That's so I'm thinking I'd put it in the order of right and now. And they had right? home field advantage, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So. And by the way, a side note, Terrell Basham signed with yes. the Titans today. Yeah, Titans signed Basham. So we can close on that note unless you've got Or some. I could say – after watching the Titans play, they, I was thinking that was the danger game. I don't, not so much. I never seen more wide open receivers in my life in a game. Mm-hmm. The Eagle receivers were just running by themselves. It's like you think you might cover Adams, maybe just get close to him. The guy's running wide open. Devontae Smith, sorry. <laughs> I going, who's that? I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble with my names now, right? Because that's it. They were all trying to cover A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Well, they didn't cover him. <laughs> A.J. Brown caught a, a touchdown pass. He had two the, touchdowns. Was the game. widest. Uh, PFF had uh, yeah. him as the most widest open person uh, they were, all year long. They weren't aware that he was now with the Eagles, I guess. Well, I mean, he was 25 yards wide did, open. Did they have a safety? I know the corner fell down, right? But somebody's got to be back there somewhere, right? He took, he took the over route. <laughs> he did. He came down, took the over route, and Brown was wide open. That was amazing. Okay. That does it for this edition of Mix Shots. Is Everson going to be back tomorrow, or will he be a member of the Dallas Cowboys? Find out Depth. on the next edition of Mix Shots tomorrow at noon. Oh, Cowboys. <laughs> This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!